0: Hi, this is Sandeep Menon and welcome to The Lead. The Lead is a Deccan Herald podcast that brings you voices from across the spectrum and various spheres of life. In today's episode, we have with us the Indian International and Bangalore FC goalkeeper Gurpreet Singh Sandhu. Gurpreet is currently in Australia where he is back in training with his Bengaluru FC teammate Eric Parthalu and today he has taken time from his busy schedule to talk to us about future of football in the country, his stint in Europe and much more in a free wheeling chat. Gurpreet, first of all, thank you for your time. No how? problem, yeah, anytime. I've been watching you training with Parthalu in Australia, so can you tell us how the quarantine was for you uh, in Australia?
1: The quarantine was not that bad. I mean, I uh, when I first came here, I had to uh, stay indoors for fourteen days, and uh, the restrictions were still getting tighter over here. It didn't get that bad, uh, like other countries. Uh, for example, the U.S. and even in our nation, uh, things are you know pretty escalating right now. But um, yeah, it hasn't been that bad uh, after the fourteen days. Uh, The restrictions uh, were loosening up and it allowed uh, me to at least uh, train on the pitch. It wasn't with other people. But uh, the moment that we got to know that two or three or four people can be together and train, that's when uh, Eric and I got in touch and uh, we tried to get uh, sessions in. So right now, uh, we are being able to get two sessions uh, every week with each other. And I think uh, it's, it's great. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm very fortunate that I can do this right now. Uh, imagining how, how the world is and how the conditions are right now.
0: Uh, one of the things you're looking for uh, is to ask people like you who are playing at the highest level, how do you think the sport is going to change post the situation that we are in now when it comes back?
1: I think... Uh, we have to we have to uh, take examples of how things are working in countries where sports are already active you know uh, you can see the bundesliga is on uh, many other leagues are starting uh, to plan their reopenings so we as a country should uh, look at how they are doing it and i'm i'm sure that uh, there will be certain uh, guidelines that we have to follow uh, as a sports and uh, I think for some uh, time, that will be the new normal, you know, uh, may it be no handshake or changing jerseys uh, at the halftime or, you know, spraying the ball with uh, disinfectants at halftime, you know, things like this. Uh, I'm pretty sure that people will come up with uh, the various new guidelines of uh, how to you know, B, when we uh, restart uh, the sports uh, community and all the games and all the various sports that uh, will resume. And we have to respect that and uh, make sure that we are abiding by the rules that, that are provided.
0: One of the things everybody is talking about is uh, most likely to be behind closed doors without fans. because uh, you play in one of the most uh, boisterous crowd in front of one of the most uh, craziest crowd in India. How do you think it's going to create a difference for you? Because especially as BFC, your home record is phenomenal.
1: Of course. I mean, uh, that's that's a very good question. Uh, Especially being BFC where you know that uh, how important our crowd is, how important our fans are and how much they influence us whenever we are on the pitch. It is going to be a big miss. But uh, I think right now, how the situation is, it is better... For people to be at homes and watch sports if they resume. And then uh, being outside in the stadiums in close proximity of other people. I, I even have heard about uh, here in Australia, the AFL league, the rugby leagues. Uh, they are planning to uh, let people into the stadiums, uh, I think in July or September or August. If the stadium capacity is around uh, 40,000, 50,000, they'll let in only 10,000 people. But they will be like, you know, they will be monitored. They won't be like close proximity between people. But I think the first step is uh, to play games uh, behind closed doors. And uh, I think that's a a step that we have to take for the safety of the people. Because right now, that is way more important than anything else uh, in the world, be it sports
0: looking forward to the next season. How has this changed your preparation or your team's preparation going into the next season? Because it's pushed to November from what I understand.
1: It has kind of pushed uh, everyone, uh, not just uh, me and my team. So, we are all in this together. Uh, As I said, yes, we are looking uh, for that update of when things are going to start again. But I think we understand as uh, players and as human beings that this is a one in a you know century phenomena and uh, it it is completely not normal to be like this but it may might be the new normal so uh, as human beings we have always adapted uh, to new you know new times new things uh, in our lifetimes and i'm pretty sure that uh, we will find a way back to this as well and regarding uh, the league starting in November or December or October, whatever the case is, we will uh, try to do our best. Uh, Right now, you can see various players uh, trying to do home workouts, you know, be it uh, at the home if they are getting an opportunity to go out on the pitch. You can see uh, many players in the Northeast uh, where it's a green zone, they are able to go out on the pitch and train. So, I think it's a good sign to see all the players... uh, working uh, throughout uh, the whole scenario because uh, that shows that they still uh, want to play and they don't give up, uh, even if there are situations like this.
0: Looking at the last season, how would you sum up last season? Because you personally had a phenomenal season. Thank you. Yeah, I mean, the team was built on the back line, so to speak, with you and the back four. How, how, how would you sum up last season?
1: Well, of course. I mean, it wasn't a successful season if you look at uh, not being able to uh, win a trophy. But I think uh, it was a very important season, not just uh, for the team, but for uh, BFC as a club, because uh, BFC as a club has uh, won a trophy every single year in their uh, since since the inception. And uh, to not win a trophy makes you learn a lot. And uh, I think. Uh, The club learns a lot from this. Uh, The players learn a lot from this. And uh, I'm pretty sure that the players are even more hungry now to uh, go out there and give their best uh, in every single game and try to win uh, a trophy again. Because uh, for us as a team at a club like this, uh, winning is everything, you know. You can take the example of uh, the last dance, how Michael Jordan says that uh, he will do anything to win. That's how the mentality is at BFC. We want to win and uh, we, anyway, we, we will uh, try to achieve that.
0: Funny thing you mentioned is there was a lot of unlucky uh, things on your end also. Missing chances or... Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Even when the same yeah, yeah. line came out, I personally feel if any of the other two teams, you would have beaten them. Final is a one-not game, you don't know. We
1: were, we were missing uh, Nishu Kumar as well, who was having the Great season and uh, to miss out uh, a player who has been crucial in the back line uh, and uh, has had a great season and has scored goals as well. Uh, to not have him in that dynamic also made a, a difference. But as I said, you know, this is football and that happens. Uh, we have to learn from it. Uh, we, we need to make sure that if situations like that arise again, uh, we don't uh, give in and uh, you know give back. So I think uh, all you need to do is go harder again when uh, we come to that situation.
0: Uh, you signed a long-term deal with BSC. You seem to be very happy here.
1: Yeah, I know. I know.
0: Uh, when we first came and you said uh, this, deal will come here. I'm still maybe looking to go back to Europe. So what made that shift? What is it about the club that made you feel like okay, I can stay here for the long term? Is there a move, European move, that you're looking later once the contracts over and
1: The thing is, we uh, we have a very good understanding. Uh, me and the club, um, they know that uh, I have that ambition of uh, returning to Europe if the opportunity comes and uh, if it's a good opportunity for me, if it makes sense to me. Uh, the club is very happy to you know uh, let me take that option if it comes, but. You know, I, I had to make sure that I am at a place where I can grow. Uh, and I wanted to show uh, BFC and uh, a lot of players uh, in India that if you're in the right setup, if you are uh, at a place where the dressing room is amazing, uh, you need to stick by it. Because I remember uh, Chetri by telling me this uh, when I was in Norway once, that... Uh, you might go into great teams, but you uh, your chances of being in a great dressing room are very less. So, if you're in a great dressing room, make sure you're there. You know? Like, you stick by it. And I, I've always uh, thought about that whenever I've made decisions about my future. And uh, BFC has a great dressing room. The national team has a great dressing room. And I don't want to miss out on that. And uh, I I saw that uh, BFC was the place where I can grow more, where I have more chances of winning more, where I have more chances of doing well uh, in my career. And that's why I signed uh, that five-year deal. And I'm very happy that I did that. And now everyone is signing a five-year deal, I guess.
0: Now we are all looking long-term, finally. Yeah. yeah. What does it mean for you to be the first Indian to play Europa League? This is an old thing, but... It is still a first Indian. Old but gold, I
1: guess. Yes.
0: So, how does it feel, mean for you, personally?
1: I mean, it's a a great highlight uh, that I can look back to in my career. You know, not everyone can turn around and say that, you know, I uh, had the opportunity to play in the Europa League. Um, And I did. I I wish I could continue more on that. But, you know, uh, as I say this uh, again, that I went... To Europe, very late in my career. If I had gone uh, when I was fifteen or sixteen, things would have been different. Uh, even Chetri Vaisi, uh you know, he feels uh, the same. When I, whenever we talk, because he also knows how things work. Uh, if you go very late in your career, when you're twenty-two, twenty-three, the space for you to develop uh, a very, you know, the space is very less. So, when I look back that I got the opportunity to play in the Europa League and stuff like that, I feel very fortunate. Um, I just hope that someone in India, some kid or some player who is young enough, who is 16 or 15, uses that motivation. Not even use Europa League as a motivation. Use uh, Sunil Shethri being in Europe. Payaching Butia playing for Bari. You know, Mohamed Salim being in Celtic. Use that as a motivation. And go outside, you know. Do more than this. We, as Indian players, have a lot of potential. Uh, I think a lot can happen if, uh, if you know, some in, some young Indian kid goes uh, out there at the age of fifteen and stays there for the next ten years of his life. He can play the Champions
0: League for sure. Your time in Norway, he went a little late, but. How much of it? You learned a lot. Obviously, when you came back for the national team, we could see the difference in your performances and stuff like that. But on a personal yeah. level, how difficult was it to adjust in a place where you know there is, uh, it's crazy, the weather is different, and it's night for a longer time, or day for a longer time, and alone, no language barrier, all those things. Okay.
1: Okay. Those were the best days of my career, as I say. Um, those were the days who made me who I am, uh, be it as a player or as a human. I think the weather, the food, uh, how I was living, uh, all of those things uh, I was able to bear because I was never used to like snow, cold weather, isolation, being the only Indian player in Europe or in Norway, um, cooking food on my own, cleaning on my own, catching a train or a bus to training walking to training, all these kind of things which made me feel like, you know, why am I doing this? You know, I, I can be in India and I can get, you know, double the paycheck and I can be happy. Why am I doing this? But when I uh, got off at the station where my club is and I walked to the pitch, changed and went to the pitch and trained, it made it feel worth it. So those experiences uh, which I got on the pitch made all the things that I struggled outside worth it. And that's why I say, like, you know, um, those were the best uh, best days in my career.
0: What would you say is the best moment in your career?
1: Being able to represent India. Uh, my, my debut, for sure. A lot of players uh, feel that. And uh, because I, I feel like not everyone gets the chance to do it. And if I'm getting a chance to do it, I think... Uh, for me, as a player, that's very, very special. And that too, against a team like Iran, I got to get my debut. So, that that night, that game was very special.
0: Would you say Qatar was your best performance in an Indian jersey, the game against Qatar? Or the one against China?
1: Those are very, uh, two good options, for sure. But I have said this before as well. Were they the most difficult games that I've played in my career? Yes, but are they the most uh, difficult ones that I've faced? No. I've done a lot more uh, in other games. You know, people, I'm pretty sure, didn't get to see the Iran game away from home, you know, Uh, Turkmenistan away from home, Myanmar, and like games like those where um, I especially feel like Iran away from home was one of my best performances in the Indian jersey, but it didn't get, uh, you know, that much of the light or shine because we, you know, we didn't get a result. We lost the game. So, yes, uh, Qatar and China, I think for me, uh, are two very phenomenal games. But they are remembered because uh, we got something out of it, which I'm very proud of.
0: One thing, uh, goalkeepers are a little different in terms of how uh, they train separately. (laughs) So, what I'm asking is, uh, we now in Indian national team have two great keepers. You and Amrinder both are right up there.
1: Oh, we have many, man. Like, we we two are just not the ones. We have a lot of uh, young kids, good keepers coming in. And I'm very, very excited and happy about that.
0: Absolutely. But at this moment, you both are rung above the rest. I mean, that's my personal journalistic opinion. Thank you. When you guys are going head to head, then you have a very nice relationship with each other also. So how does that work? Knowing that when you are starting, Amrinder won't start. And when he is starting, you won't start. See, we understand that dynamic.
1: And I have uh, faced that a lot in my career. You know, um, the first five years uh, of me being in the national team was that. You know, a lot of people don't remember that. I was on the bench. Subratabai so was playing. Maybe a lot of people didn't think that I was the competition. I wasn't maybe the same level as uh, him. But according to in my head, at that moment, I was. I was just you know waiting for that opportunity. And I waited for long enough. And that made me realize that that's how the life of a goalkeeper is. Uh, and me and Amrinda uh, definitely know that. And uh, as I said, uh, the relationship that I was mentioning about uh, how the dressing room is, how good it is. Uh, I feel very fortunate again. See, the thing is, whenever we go out on the pitch and train, me and Umrinda, uh, I will say me and Subrotabai when we were there, me and Mandi Sayova back in Norway, uh, he was the Ivory Coast national team goalkeeper. We pushed each other knowing that uh, there's only one spot. But we were never malicious to each other. We were very selfless. That That's what makes uh, the sport uh, and the relationship stronger. So what we have uh, in common is uh, that we will give our best in training. We will push each other in training. Who has to play is all upon the coach. No, nothing is pre decided. You know, I don't uh, go there knowing that I'm going to play. I go there knowing that I get the opportunity to train every day, and show that I can play. I am available if you choose me.
0: Who do you say is the best uh, opponent that you faced one-on-one as a striker?
1: As a striker, I would say Miku. Because I have faced him in training for two years and uh, I know how good he is. Uh, he has the ability to have that disguise in his uh, finishing that you can't uh, prejudge or anticipate. Which makes him uh, a very lethal striker. And he can score You know from using his head, toe, nail, whatever, you know. Like, he he is one of those talented strikers.
0: This is the last one. Uh, What did I say is the funniest thing that's happened to you on a football field?
1: On a football pitch? See, the funniest thing that has happened to me has also been the worst thing that has happened to me. (laughs) If I have uh, conceded a lot of goals like that. Um, But I won't mention the goals. I will mention that uh, I remember when I played my first uh, derby match uh, with East Bengal and Mohan Bagan, uh, I remember that was my first game in Salt Lake Stadium. The Salt Lake Stadium was hundred thousand people, couldn't hear anything. Um, I entered the pitch five minutes into the game. Someone throws a, a mango seed at me. That was <laughs> that was really really funny uh, because I've I've seen people throw crackers stones bottles. But who throws a mango seed after eating a mango? <laughs> like what is going through that mind of that person that I will eat the mango first, I will finish it I enjoy it and then I will throw the seed at the goal.
0: <laughs> Making full use of the mango. Yeah, I know, right? Thank you so much, Karpit, for your time. Hope to see you oh, soon yeah. and uh, get back to playing for BFC because... Yeah,
1: I believe we get a new update and uh, the borders reopen. Uh, we
0: can fly back down. Thank you so much for your time, Gurpeet. Really appreciate it. And that's all in today's episode of The Lead. Tune in in the evening for our news update show, The Newsroom, to catch all the developments of the day and get the news while it's still budding. For latest news and updates, check out techandherald.com. Check out our e-paper at www.techandheraldepaper.com. And for news on the go, sign up for our telegram channel t.me slash techandheraldnews.